This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Tour back again with you guys for another episode of the Arsenal Preview Show, the show in which we look ahead to the next Arsenal fixture. In this case, it is Arsenal against Manchester United in a top-of-the-table clash that could end United's very small and feeble hopes of a potential win this season in the Premier League. First time, I think, in something like 11 years that they've not won the league. Of course, it's a longer wait for Arsenal, but our hopes are seemingly that much more realistic than Man United's. That said... It's probably taken about five or six months for people to give Arsenal any credit, whereas Man United win one game against City and all of a sudden they're going to win the title. So it kind of shows you the, the dynamic of what we're dealing with in the world of Arsenal at the moment. Uh, let's say uh, good evening, good afternoon, good morning, wherever you happen to be in the world, to our chat box. Uh, good afternoon, Penny Ween. Uh, we've got Afsa, we've got uh, Vlad in there as well. We've got Adang. Uh, Steve, Vivian, uh, we've who says must get a life. Vivian's clearly tuned into all three shows we've done today. Uh, your, your life is great, Vivian. You've made some great choices on this Saturday. Um, <laughs> lovely stuff. Aiden, good evening. Good morning to you. Canoe, uh, good evening. At Sam as well. And, uh, and Luke as well, who I think is desperately trying to work out how to use the Super Chat feature without donating and not sending in a question. But Luke, if you are just being very generous, thank you so much. But uh, I wouldn't read out your next comment. Uh, Luke says, uh, here we go. Uh, Tom, I just wanted to say hi, and I know you're taking up golf, and I wanted to be spending some time talking about but the Arsenal Direct have a golf back with Arsenal on it. I'm going to have to have a look at the Arsenal store to see if indeed it's worth more investment. I've been sent a few messages by people recently because I've only just taken up golf of saying it's 99% skill and 1% equipment. I've had four people say that to me so far. And I'm still ignoring it. <laughs> I, can't, I can't help myself. I'm looking on eBay at different clubs and different jackets. And stuff. I can't help it. I'm, I'm addicted already. But uh, I will try and stop. Anyway, I'm going off on too much of a tangent. Let's introduce you to my guest for this evening. First of all, uh, back again. It's Dan. How are you doing, Dan? You good, Joel? I'm good, thank you. How are you doing? You okay? Yes, very good. You're so quiet. I, I even I even turn my, your microphone settings, and you're like you're determined to like be as quiet as you can. 
<laughs> I just, I'll just fine. I'm just going to turn them up even more. Uh, so apologies good. if suddenly he says like he whispers and it just bl- blares through your speakers. Um, ASMR, let's also bring yeah? in the third time. Oh, sorry, Dan. Go on. What'd you ASMR, say? yeah. Yeah, ASMR Dan and TGT. <laughs> that is that's what this is. Um, for the third time in the space of I think it must be a week, uh, who's obsessed with the phone-in shows and now he's jumped onto a preview show as well. It's Kian. How are you doing, Kian? You good, Joel? Hey, not too bad. I got more things to rant about. <laughs> Indeed, you're not joining us from work this time. No, is, not this uh, time. You know, you've respected the privacy of your <laughs> colleagues this time around. <laughs> Just people walking in that the background. Great, it was like it was it was fantastic last time seeing. Can I ask what it, what it is you do? Because it looks a very kind of modern office space of like you know full of well-being posters and things like that um i do marketing so it's kind of a chilled office area there's not much yeah. work going on half the time <laughs> <laughs> lovely stuff and finally making his debut on tgt it's lloyd how you doing lloyd all right mate how are you going yourself very good very good where are you joining us from i'm in melbourne australia and it's what seven seven a.m here Wow, so you've only got an hour and then it's the 8am show. No, I'm only joking. Yeah, exactly. You've got a little bit longer to wait, of course. Yeah. <laughs> indeed, indeed. And of course, everybody joining us in the chat as well. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you happen to be. Uh, Manchester United, Dan, are we worried? Are we scared? How concerned are you about the, the visit of the only team to beat us in the league this season? Considering how I feel from when they did beat us, I'm not worried at all. I think we made a few mistakes. They capitalised, but if, it, if we go by last year's result at the Emirates, was it 3-1? Jacoboom? Mm. Yeah, yeah, I'm ready. I'm, I'm excited to watch the game. It's going to be nostalgic in some senses, that battle, the rivalry coming back between our two clubs. So, yeah, um, I'm looking forward to it. Lovely stuff. Kian, Man United, as I say, are the only team that have beaten us this season. Do you think, Eric, are you worried that Eric Ten Hag has maybe got Arteta's number? Um, no, not not particularly, because I feel like they're both good coaches tactically, and I mm. feel like well, we have an edge with Casemiro being sent, like got the extra booking now. But I feel like Arteta. One thing he has proven to me out of all the doubts I have, he's a quick learner. If he makes a mistake, he mm. does learn quite quick, and he did make a mistake at uh, Old Trafford. And I'm hoping, and I don't think it was that much on him either. We don't have that many sub options back then, and he made three very quickly. And I think that just gave the game away on the counter and our team just didn't get... It was just a bit disorganised when he made this up. So hopefully he can improve on that this time. Yeah, they're, they're, I think, you know, the subs were... I, I, I loved Clive's description on the Arsenal Vision podcast where he kind of said that they, they got too excited. They kind of thought, we're going to beat Man United at Old Trafford. And it kind of went to, yeah, it didn't work out. And I, I kind of think that is what happened. And then we kind of panicked and overcommitted a number of times and that just enabled them to beat us. Of course, there was some misfortune that the goal that we had ruled out that was then later revealed by an independent committee that shouldn't have been ruled out by VAR. Very frustrating indeed. Hopefully all the decisions are made accurately in tomorrow's game. Lloyd, how are you feeling about the visit of Manchester United? Is it what a concern for you or do you feel as though the momentum's going to ride us through this one? Well, I'm... Um... I get nervous for every Arsenal game this season now with what's going on, but um, mm. I'm actually I'm I'm confident. I with um, as um, as Kian mentioned, Casemiro out with that tackle on the 87th minute in the last game, uh, plus Partey being in. Uh, we've got our starting eleven with the exception of Jesus over Enkedia, who's been great though in that time. Um, I think 
will be perfectly fine, to be honest. I don't really have mm. any more concerns as opposed to any other games. Um, I think, as the others have said, we've learned from maybe the counterattacks that we've seen from Man United historically in the Old Trafford game. Um, and I think it's going to be absolutely rocking at the Emirates. It's going to be a wall of noise. Uh, I think that's for sure in terms of what they're going to be experiencing. Quick update on Manchester United's team news. Uh, of course, Casemiro is unavailable for this game. But also because of injury, they're going to be without Martial, uh, Dallow, Van der Beek, not there. And of course, Jaden Sancho still remains absent as well, though that might not be entirely due to injuries from the sounds of things. Um, now, one of the things that we didn't necessarily have in a lot of the games this season, Dan, was depth uh, on the bench. However, with the return of Smith throw to the bench in recent games and the signing of Leandro Trossard as well, all of a sudden our bench looks quite significantly better uh, than it has for much of the season. Do you expect that to be a big factor in this game or do you think that the starting lineup is going to be enough to kind of settle ourselves into this one? Um, I think starting lineup will get the, the, the ball rolling, but I think the fact that we've got a bit more depth on the bench now means that later in the game he can make tactical subs as opposed to flinging everyone on in an attempt to seal the game like he, he can bring on one or the other then then maybe bring on two slow it down take control so like with the option of trossard oh i'm loving that signing right now with trossard and 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 croydon de bruyne are coming on off the bench i think we've got a lot going on right now honestly mm, we have um we obviously just did the tactical breakdown on, on Trossard. If you haven't yet watched that, people give it a, a listen. It was, I think uh, Adam explained some things fantastically about Trossard. I think the key thing about that breakdown was I was keen to get someone I felt wasn't hurt by his exit and they could still provide an objective view of, of Trossard. And I think that Adam definitely did that. I mean, Kian, how are you feeling about that song? I know we spoke to you on the phone-in show after the Trossard deal was, was announced, but him being available for this game, do you think he's going to have a part to play in this fixture? Uh, I, I don't think it'll be a big part, depending on how the game is going. I think he'll definitely be on the bench. Arteta won't just throw him in, and it'll be around after 60-70. He might get a cameo, depending on how the game's going, but I feel like he's going to be perfect for this type of game because Man United will be sitting back. like Not as in like a Newcastle-type sitting back. They will try counter, but they will be in low block. And Trossard, I think, will excel at that. He's good at close quarters. He's good at taking a shot on either of his foot. He offers something different to Martinelli, so I think that will be quite important for us in that game. Yeah, I agree. Um, it's just having that that player that you can bring off either of Martinelli um, or Saka, and you've got someone that means that you're not going to dip the, the quality as much. You know, you, with respect to Nelson and Marquinhos, you know, if you take off Saka or Martinelli for either of those two, you are seeing a drop in, in what you're seeing come on on off the bench. So. Having Trossard there is a big, big plus. Um, and I think we can all agree that there's going to be games, I think, between now and the end of the season that Trossard's involvement in is going to mean, hopefully, that we see some games gain additional points where before we may have struggled to get hold of the quality needed to grab the win or draw in certain fixtures between now and the end. And lastly, Lloyd, you know, obviously we've not spoken to you on the channel before. What is your thoughts around the signing of, of Trossard's as a player and, and what do you think he will bring to the team this season? Yeah, the, the signing of Trossard is absolutely amazing. Um, you know, some people have been like, oh, he's 28 years old, which means he's old. That means they're typically in the prime of their career, which is great. Mm -hmm. He's had a great, like, if you look at the numbers, he's had a great year. But I think more so the eye test, you see him, he's got a little croquetta that he does in the in the final third, breaking down the low blocks, got a good shot on him. Um, and if you said four months ago before the World Cup, 
before any of the stuff happened with the previous manager of Brighton that we were going to get Trossard. Arsenal fans would be an absolute dreamland. So I think it's a great mm-hmm. signing, um, especially after that Liverpool game, that 3 all Liverpool game away. Uh, so very excited. Is he going to play much in this game? I actually don't think so. I think we're going to storm him a bit earlier than that and he might get like, you know, on the 85th minute and mm. the majority of our def- um, changes, substitutions are going to be defensive ones like bringing in Tommy Asu or Tierney just to shore it up when we're, when we've already got the win. Yeah, I hope you're right. Um, Malcolm, though, says in the chat box, people in the chat are forgetting how good Man United have been at setting up to nullify teams like they did against Man City. Dan, is that fair for Malcolm? Do you think that they're going to come with a plan and frustrate us? It's fair. It is fair, but City haven't been themselves this season. So we're a totally different animal to them at the moment. And not speaking too highly of the team, but at the same time, we've been doing great. Every flank is 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 dangerous at the moment. We're dangerous down the middle, we're dangerous down the side. And cool, we haven't got Jesus hanging off defenders and holding the ball up, but Eddie's getting in behind, which is causing problems. It's, it's just hoping that tomorrow he does one of those spins and he puts one in early on settle the nerves, the crowd are going to be going mental. But Man United, yeah, they're going to come looking to frustrate. But it's it's on their terms now. If they, if they make a mistake, we will we will take them. Absolutely. Um, Sean's asking about the golf show today. Of course, they, I loved, I, I know I'm talking a lot about golf recently and I had someone leave a comment on this morning's video saying we're going to have to change the name of the channel to the Golfer Talk, um, which uh, it, it's, it's not going to happen, I'm afraid. So if you're a big fan of golf, I'm going to try and tone it down. I'm a very, I'm a big fad person. I get involved with things very quickly and then leave them, trade them in if you like a game when you get bored of one of those uh, video games after like a week. Um, in terms of Kian, you know, there is still obviously a lot of threat from that Man United team. The main person that comes to mind is Marcus Rashford. He's in a lot of form, a really high form this season. Ben White is going to be the one most likely up against him, unless, of course, they play him through the middle. But with Martial out, it's probably going to be Veghorst up top for this game and then Rashford on the left. White's been really good at nullifying threats. You know, Zaha comes to mind when we went to Crystal Palace. Um, of course, Yumin Son didn't get much joy at all when we went to Spurs last week. Do you think that Rashford may struggle more so than he has before this season, considering who he's coming up against? No. The thing with White is he's very good at speed. He's good in tackles. He's he's quite on the front foot. But what does catch him out every now and then is what I've noticed is pace. If his mm. raw pace and control on the ball, which Rashford does have. But the only thing I don't think, I don't think Ben White would be isolated against him. I think Saliba will be helping him out. And it would help that they have a striker who, moves like a truck right now I I know he's been called the best presser but I don't, he doesn't have any pace or anything and I think Gabriel will be able to handle him on his own and I think Saliba will be covering White and the and the only thing is that they have no other threats except Rashford Martial out like you mentioned I think mm-hmm. and no Sancho I don't think they will start Anthony I think they will be going with Bruno on right mid and they will pack out oh, the midfield please. yeah yeah and I think that's they did that against City and I think they'll do it against us but the only thing they have Less of it, even if they get Fred to man Mark Odegaard, let's say, for example, like they did with De Bruyne, they don't have a Casemiro that can midfield, like boss the midfield, take the tackles, bring the ball out and stuff. They don't have that anymore. They'll have to rely on McTominay. So I think that's where we'll get our edge. We'll have Zinni, we'll have Shaka, Odegaard, and Partey. And I think if we win that midfield battle, which I expect to, then I think the game will go in our hand and Rashford will be nullified. He'll have Saliba and White to deal with. 
Yeah, it is always the case when you come up against a team that have like a standout forward. If you can stop the, the service, you know, it's, it is as simple as that. I mean, you look at Poland in the World Cup, had arguably the world's best striker up top. No service to him and Poland were, were pretty terrible and were fortunate even to get through uh, the group stage. And I think that's a great example of what you can do to teams to have kind of those standout players up top. And, you know, you often see it with Crystal Palace. If you stop the, the service to Zaha, for instance, it really nullifies what, what they're able to do. And if I think Arsenal can, I think what you're saying there about the midfield is key. If we are able to, to nullify that battle and just dominate the possession in that area in particular, I think hopefully we should be okay. Uh, Joel, thank you so much for the super chat. Uh, I've seen many games like this where Everyone is sure of a guaranteed win. Be very worried uh, of overconfidence. It is a killer in these types of games. Um, again, a lot of people bringing us back, maybe back down to earth, being a bit more objective, which is good. We need to be that. You know, it's very difficult not to get carried away with how good we've been this season. But Lloyd, do you expect the thing about Arsenal at home in particular is we've started games very quickly, and you know we've we've shot out of the blocks. We've really tried to take games uh, by the scruff of the neck as early on as possible. Get an early goal. We did it obviously even in the away games. You think of the Brighton game, both halves we've scored right at the beginning uh, against Spurs. Yes, they managed to to ride a bit of a storm, but as soon as we managed to get that first goal, it just didn't ever look like we were going to drop points in this one. If it does go that way, and if Arsenal do get the first goal, do you think it is a game that will play out very much like that's then going to open the game up more? Or if Man United, say, get the first goal, is that going to create, and it sounds obvious, but a much more of a bigger challenge for Arsenal to try and break them down defensively? I mean, yeah, if we go down, then we've obviously got to figure out the counter-attack, and that's mm. kind of how we lost the uh, the last game at Old Trafford. They countered our counter-attack. Um, but again, if, I think if the flight, what we've seen this season, which has been really great compared to maybe seasons prior, is we get a goal early and we keep the foot on the pedal, um, you know, scoring four against Brighton, scoring three against Liverpool at home, getting that goal in the first minute with Martinelli. Um, I think we'll just be in run right if that does happen. So again, hopefully we don't concede any today. But um, yeah, I think I think we're in a good position. Uh, one, I guess two people I think haven't really been mentioned just on the question that you asked before about, you know, some threats. Uh, Rashford obviously is one, but he was playing a bit of hero ball against Crystal Palace, which probably didn't lead them to getting a goal. But obviously I think Bruno Fernandes can get into the spaces maybe, you know, where Zinchenko and Partey aren't if no one's really tracking him. And uh, the young one, Garnacho, he's a pretty good player as well. Mm. Coming off the wing, being a super sub, and he did quite a bit of damage to City in their game as well. So I think it's someone also to think about as well. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, he's a, he's really come out of the uh, nowhere, really, for United, and and I think the wider footballing community this season, seeing him take another step up, and I think he's I don't think he signed that new deal yet, or he's on the verge of signing that new deal. But it seems like seven years was being mentioned as the extension, which is going down the very much Todd Bowley route. The Todd Bowley special, yeah. Plus one and a half years as well, of course. Well, don't you're saying about the game being today, uh, of course, being earlier, yeah. well ahead of us, and you yeah. get the game uh this very day indeed we're going to be going to sleep and waking up for an early not even early kickoff it's 4:30, i think uh in the afternoon on sunday so yes um I'll tell you what, that I'm, must be a ridiculously early time for you though lord 3 30 a.m tomorrow oh, so that is, that is try time. try wake up for it usually i'm like i'll wake up at like 6 7 a.m start it then and then i'm so nervous that i end up waking up 3 30 anyway so <laughs> Fair play. I know some people that like to kind of see if they can do an all-nighter and just push through. Um, 
You know, yeah, I did, so I assume they must open some of the bars out there at ridiculously early times in the morning. Yeah, yeah, they haven't been to one. We've got uh, this the Melbourne one's called the Crafty Squire in the city. Um, mm. That's probably going to be rocking. Um, but yeah, I, I can't do that anymore. Unfortunately, I used to be able to go out <laughs> for all my benders, go for, go partying, and then catch up with mates and go to the Arsenal games. But I, uh, I can't uh, do it anymore. Unfortunately. He <laughs> just is an adversary of us all, indeed. Um, apparently, especially Trossard at just twenty-eight. <laughs> so there you yeah, go. Exactly. Um, let's uh, let's go to the lineups uh, now. I'm going to do a bit of a spoiler here. Um, we've all picked the same team, and to be honest, I think all of you watching would have picked this team as well: Ramsdale, White, Saliba, Gabriel, Zinchenko, Partey, Xhaka, Odegaard, Saka, and Ketia, and Martinelli is the side that we have all picked. And because of that, I don't really need to go into the, the finer details of why we've picked because we all know the answer. However, what is quite nice is that we've all picked different five-star performers, which is going to lead to the question here. So, Dan, you've gone with Bukayo Saka. Tell me why he's going to be the star of this game. So, um, it depends on who they put at left-back, because I know Martinez is back now, isn't he? So, he'll so. probably be partnered with Varane, and then it's either Shaw or is it Malassia? Yeah. I think Shaw will get the nod, which means it's uh, their most improved player versus our, our star boy. And um, I can see him getting the better of Shaw. Martinez, I'm predicting this. He's going to get sent off early. Really? Reckless. Yeah, trying to cover Shaw. I I reckon it will happen because you think that he likes to go in for a lunge. Shaw could probably get beat for the pace. He's going to try and stop him, however. Either two yellows or a red, one way or another, I think he's going to go down and then we'll we'll capitalise be interesting to see the crowd reaction to, to Martinez because, of course, he yeah. was linked to us very heavily. I'm looking forward to when Chelsea visit later in the season of Mudrick plays because yeah. he is going to get booed to high heaven, you know, <laughs> when he arrives at the yeah, Emirates. Well. So, yeah, it be interesting how Martinez uh, gets a reaction because he was, of course, very heavily linked and, and was going to move, was it not, for Eric Ten Hag. So that's the difference between the two for him. Um, Kian, let's, I think you're up next. Let's move to yours. You've gone with Gabriel Magalash. Tell us why you've gone with him. I think because I expect him to control the game at the beginning with their striker. And I feel like Ten Hag is going to, when he's losing, he's going to throw on Ilanga or Ganacho in either wings. And I think it's going to be on the Gabriel side. I think Bruno's going to get taken off early if the game's not going in their favour. And I think Gabriel's... The only thing issue with Gabriel is Ben White and Saliba quite work well quite together. But Zinchenko goes in mid and Gabriel gets quite isolated. And I think that's when, at the beginning of the season, we are seeing those rash decisions from him and uh, mistakes were happening. But I think he's improved so much recently. And I was kind of one of the re- people that are doubting him. But he's been better than Saliba recently. And I think he's improved a lot. And I like the fact that Arteta and Edu showed faith in him and gave him a contract quite early before even the improvements came. So I think they always saw a player in him. I didn't. I, did, I thought those mistakes were going to carry on because of how frequent they were happening. But he's proved me wrong, so good on him. And I think that's why he's going to be the most important. He's going to help us with that transition when me and I try to come back in the game. He's going to try to nullify that. And I think that's why he's going to be the most important. Yeah, and um, his brand new competition uh, is expected to be in the stands, actually, for this game in uh, Jakob Kivior, who's joined us from Spezia. They're, I, I'd be surprised if they announce it tomorrow, considering it's a game. They like to usually have days where they can focus on one thing. So it might be that he's announced officially on Monday, but uh, you never know. We might see uh, Kivior, of course, announced before the game. There's a bit of a boost, but he is expected to be in the stands uh, alongside Edu for the game tomorrow. So one to look out for if you're watching the game on TV. 
where they start panning that camera. Maybe they'll do a, a reveal in the ground. Uh, we don't. I can't remember Arsenal ever doing that, revealing a, a player before uh, a game. Maybe they did it with Martin Odegaard actually um, when he signed permanently. I think they may have revealed him at half time um in a game and I think he came out onto the pitch before he then went to Man City and we lost 5-0 so uh, hopefully it's not going to be but I'm pretty sure at the Chelsea game he was revealed um uh on the ground because obviously he's already been here once so it was a bit of a different situation with him uh Lloyd you've gone with speak of the devil uh Martin Odegaard of course to be your star man is this very much a continuation of his fine form this season I would say it's a continuation of his fine form. I was struggling between Odegaard and Xhaka just based on the mm. fact that Casemiro won't be there. Um, so they've got those pockets of space to really pull the strings. Um, so between them, I basically I just asked my fiance, is it Odegaard or Xhaka? And she says Odegaard. So that's what we're going with today. Lovely stuff. Yeah, like he's uh, absolutely uh, an easy pick, I think, for anybody uh, who watches Arsenal recently. He's, he's gone into my fantasy team this week. He's replaced Gabriel Martinelli in the sides. I'm hoping that he can bring home um, some points for me tomorrow because I need him to push up the uh, the TGT Fantasy League this season, that's for sure. I gave up. Um, <laughs> absolutely. My star player is Alexander Zinchenko, who has just been gloriously transformative for us on that left-hand side. Um, his build-up, his uh, contribution, his link-up play with everybody on that left flank. He's so influential. Um, and he continues to play like he's got a point to prove after missing a bit at the start of the season through injury. Um, Gabriel and him have linked up fantastically well. I think Gabriel covers the space in behind him really nicely. And I actually think that he was exploited against United when we played them at Old Trafford. Anthony got in behind him a number of times. And I think maybe there'll be a little bit of an added edge to Zinchenko's performance, knowing that that was probably a bit of a downer and maybe he was at fault for a bit of that game and he'll want to try and turn it. So let's see what happens. Also, it could be a chance to see him combined with Trossard should he come off the bench in this game as well on that left-hand side. So that could be something to look out for in the second half as well. Let's go to the final part of the show and predictions. Uh, Dan, we're going to start with you. I need a score and scoreline, please. Same as last year, 3-1. Lovely stuff. Scorers? Saka, Xhaka, because someone's at the wheel. And uh, I'm going to go Gabriel Magalayesh. Which one? I think he's... Not that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it's always corner. important to say which. Oh, yeah. Gabby, Gabby free. <laughs> Gabby indeed. Yeah. yeah, from a corner, I'd imagine, probably. Corner. Yeah, has to Header. be. Nice Gabriel one. getting a goal. He's Are overdue. Hmm. School line and scorers, Ken? Uh, I think mine's going to be. I'm going to get two or two one, yeah. Two one, and I think Saka and, and, and yeah, Eddie, Eddie's going to do it. Eddie, I think he's going to get like a. You know, the scrappy goal he always gets, he'll follow in a show. I think he'll get one of them. And in the second half, they'll come back with one, and then we'll score another one, I think. I think it's going to be a close game, though. I don't think it's going to be as comfortable as we think. I think possession wise, it will be, but not score line wise. Mm. Yeah, I remember last season uh, he scored the offside goal that was then brought back because yeah. Saka had been fouled and we got a penalty. One of the weirdest kind of scenarios and series of events that led to a penalty I've seen. Um, and I don't know if you've any of you have seen Southampton's goal being ruled out today by VAR. One of the yeah. worst decisions I've ever seen. Like, gen- like, I know we do this every week, talk about bad VAR decisions, but it's like... you know. Imagine you're like, you know, when you ever go to a festival and you're like, you know, people are like going to the music and stuff. And you have a little like, because there's people all around you. There's a little nudge on the person in front that they don't even notice because, you know, they're involved. That is exactly what happens. It's a little nudge mm. on the player and 
they rule out for us uh, for a for a foul. It's kind of it's kind of crazy. Uh, and lastly, Lloyd's. Yeah, I'm gonna go real greedy with this one. I'm going four zip to the Arsenal. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just again, I'm just. I think they're going to play their counter game, and that's when we're actually going to do our counter to them. So picking off their ball. So I think a couple of them. So I've got uh, Martinelli twice, Odegaard once, and then Kedia once. That's all I'm going for. Wow, I'm loving that. Uh, yeah. I, I thought going for three nil myself was <laughs> optimistic, but you know he's gone for four. I can appreciate that. Yeah, why not? Three nil. Go on, Lloyd. Sorry. I was just going to say, why not? Why not go big? Yeah. No, I love it. I think if that happens, it would. Just, I'd just love to see them. The fourth goal goes in, and then you just hear the commentator go, "We're just going to pan the camera to Gary Neville to get his reaction <laughs> in the stadium." They're <laughs> not going to win the league. I promise yeah, you. That would be wonderful. <laughs> Do you think um, Gary Neville said about finishing third, if not even second? Yeah. What, what is he on? Even if we were to say drop points in this game, you know, I just, I, I just can't get my head around the. Oh, it's bone he's still it's holding really on to that old rivalry, isn't he? He he, he can't he, he can't get the words out of his mouth. He used to be a big backer of Arsenal in the, like, the last decade or so because I think he thought of them not really as a threat. He never saw them coming yeah. back to what we are. And so he's always been like, oh, well, you know, if it's not United, I'd like Arsenal to win it. But actually, with the reality of it maybe happening, I think it's actually eating him inside. So, yep. um, yes, it would be wonderful. I'm assuming he might be, he must be involved in the game for some, some way. Is it, is it on Sky tomorrow? I think it is. Um, so I'm not sure what it's on tomorrow. But uh, if it is on Sky, surely... He will be involved in some fashion. I'm just going on to the uh, the Arsenal website. They usually have it. It's, it is on Sky. So yeah, if it's Sky he must be. So surely he'll be involved, either co-commentary yeah. or in in the uh, punditry box. I kind of hope he's on punditry duty in the in the uh, studio, so you can see his facial reaction if we indeed do win. That would be what uh, with Ian Wright. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Ian Wright doesn't do Sky, does he? No, he, he does BBC, doesn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would yeah. love yeah. to before we move on, like. Do you think Martinelli can get the best out of Wan Bissaka? Because of all the faults Wan Bissaka does have, like positioning, area yeah. lead, back post, I just don't see anyone beating Wan Bissaka one v one. He is mm, so good. good. He is mm. unbelievable. And I don't even think Martinelli can beat him, and that's why I didn't predict him to score. Mm, yeah, this is why yeah. I put Zinchenko as my star man for this game because I think if there's one person that can beat Wan Bissaka, it is Martinelli with the support of both Zinchenko and Xhaka. So I think that one on one, you're absolutely right. But if they can get two or three or and the and get the triangles working around him, that's how you beat him. You know, going forwards, I think that I think that suits us actually that they've got Wan Bissaka and not Dallo because. Zinchenko, you know, moving away from the defensive spaces, you've not got a fullback like a Reese James or someone like that that's going to push up the field into those areas. You've got Wan-Bissaka who's a little bit more disciplined. So, and then when he does go forward, he's not the the best at kind of executing his his, his final third ball. So, yeah, I think Zinchenko is again key in in trying to usurp that that defensive problem of there. But yeah, in terms of three 0 Eddie and Ketia to get a goal. Um, Granite Xhaka, I agree with you, Dan. He loves a goal against United, so I'll go with Granite Xhaka. Always from outside the box against United. Always yeah. annoying De Gea with how much that ball moves whenever he strikes there. And, of course, the Ben White screamer, uh, which is the TGT prediction. Uh, until it happens, we will keep predicting it. Ben White will score a screamer at one stage. It's going to happen, people, and we're going to celebrate like mad when it does. Um, let's see what you guys are saying in the chat box. T.Y. Pesco and throw a 3-1 Gabriel. And Eddie to get two. Bradley's going for a 3-1 Eddie Brace and Partey. Sam's going for a 2-1 Arsenal with Benny Blanco 
and Erdegaard. If he says 3-1, 2-1, call me greedy, but I want 3-0, though I doubt that will happen. Well, if you're Lloyd, you think it's going to be 4. Yeah, it's a bit conservative, isn't it? (laughs) Indeed. Uh, Kun says here 3-0 or 3-1. Patrick says 5-1 Arsenal. Pinny Wien says 5-3. That'll be a hell of a game. Uh, Granddaddy Guna Paul says 2-1 Arsenal, both goals from Xhaka. Uh, Amira says 3-0 Eddie, ESR and Trossard off the bench, I assume that is. Going to be celebrating the Lunar New Year with family who are United fans as well. So I need a win. I hope you have a fantastic time, Amira. I'll be throwing up some more predictions on the screen while we wrap the show up. Dan, thank you so much for joining me, my friends. Tell people where they can find you. As always in the Discord, trying to get uh, fresh faces on the screen. And uh, on uh, Twitter, it's Alpha Wolf. I'm doing little bits here and there, but as I said, still getting used to Twitter. I've never used it, but I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I'm going to be honest with you. You never get used to it. It throws up new, random, horrific things every day. So it's a lot. Uh, it is a lot. Yeah, it's a hell of a lot to absorb if you've never used the platform before. Uh, Kian, I feel like we're we're making this a very regular thing now. I feel like I've spoken to you more than my wife in the last week. Um, but uh, thank you for joining me, mate. Tell people where they can find you. No worries. So I'll be in the Discord chat. I'm finally found a place where people talk about Arsenal more than me. So I'll be there. I'll be there as always. Lovely stuff. And finally, Lloyd, fantastic debut, my friends. Smashed it. Tell people where they can find you. Thanks, mate. Appreciate it. Yep, just in the Discord, I'll be starting a YouTube channel ideally in the next week. So that'll be under Mogaloid. Um, so hopefully see you there. I just saw one of the people's chats there, Keenan, put here 17 zip with Trossard scoring 10. Um, wow. So <laughs> I like that one. I mean, Keenan's got it right. Yeah, I'm going to be honest, Lloyd. I thought you were optimistic, but I'm going to take that back. Uh, Keenan is living on a different planet of optimism, but I love it. I absolutely That's probably it. after three red cards to, to United. Yeah, 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 that Martin eight is, players Martin on the pitch. Wan-Bissaka, even De Gea, and they don't even bring on a keeper. And then yep, we end up winning 17 0. Yeah, unbelievable stuff. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening uh, to today's show, the third show of the day. It's been hectic. Um, managed to get a round of golf in, managed to get three shows done, managed to watch Silent Witness, which if you don't watch, you should do. This is a great BBC program. Um, yeah, plenty of stuff has gone on today. Not really relaxed. Uh, I was actually meant to write an article on my day off, but I didn't get around to doing that. So I'm going to have to do it early tomorrow morning. And of course, tomorrow I will be covering the game for Football London from home. Unfortunately, not the Emirates, but I'll be up to uh, Manchester for the Friday night game against Manchester City in the FA Cup, which is going to be an interesting one indeed. So I think we can all agree that could be very, very interesting indeed. Uh, thank you to my fantastic guests this evening. Make sure that you give them a lot of credit and praise in the chat and the comment section. Dan Keen and Lloyd, much thanks to you once again. Uh, you can find them all in our Discord server. And if you would like to, like them, jump on the show and give your thoughts for our previews. Just join up as an expert member or a TGT ambassador, and you can join the Discord server and put yourself forward for these shows. Thank you so much for listening. I will see you again tomorrow morning for the next update of all the latest Arsenal transfer news, which is just an hour away for Lloyd, um, <laughs> if time works that way. Um, but no, thank you so much for all that's lit tuned in. Drop a like, subscribe if you're new, and as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? 
At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.